All across America and around the world, this is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. And now, your host for today's program, Dale Throneberry. Hey, welcome to Veterans Radio. It's not just Dale Throneberry, it's also Jim Falson who's joining us today to celebrate our 19th birthday here on uh, Veterans Radio, and we're so glad that you're available to join us. So, Jim, welcome. Well, it's great great to be here as we uh, move into year 20. Wow, who can believe we're doing that? (laughs) That is true. That is true. For all of you listeners who have been following us for the last 19 years, I just want to let you know that uh, the original partners in this whole thing uh, were uh, Ken Rogge, uh, who was the Air Force, uh, Bob Gold, who was Army, and Gary Lilly, who was a Navy CB. And I talked to Bob today, and he's doing well. Thank you very much for people who wanted to know how he was doing. And um, unfortunately, Gary is no longer available. Uh, he's gone, actually, which is kind of sad. And uh, Ken is very busy with the uh, State Veterans Affairs offices. So uh, we're kind of back here. And Jim has joined in to become uh, another partner in Veterans Radio. And I'm very happy to have him here. And uh, so if you want to give us a call today, which you can, please do, 734-822-1600, 734-822-1600. We'll get you on the air and see how you feel about Veterans Radio. So there's a lot of things going on out there. Um, the first thing we got to do, though, is I always have to do this, is I want to thank our sponsors. We can't do this without them. So the number one on the list is uh, Legal Help for Veterans a.k.a. Jim Falsone, who has been a, a supporter of Veterans Radio, I think, almost right from the beginning, Jim. And yeah, pretty, pretty close, I think. I think so. And the idea here is that, of course, Legal Help for Veterans specializes in veterans' disability claims. Give Legal Help for Veterans a call at 800-693-4800 or go to their website, legalhelpforveterans.com. The National Veterans Business Development Council, better known as NVBDC, is the nation's leading third-party authority for the certification of veteran-owned businesses. If you want to do business with the government or so many corporations as a veteran-owned business, you got to get certified. And these are the guys that can do it for you. So you can go to their website, that's nvbdc.org, or you can give them a call at 888-237-8433. Uh, the Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center in Ann Arbor, Michigan. For more information, you can go to va.gov slash Ann Arbor Healthcare. And our local veterans organizations who have been supporters from the very, from day one. We really love these folks. Uh, the Irwin Press Corps and American Legion Post 46 and the Charles S. Kettles Vietnam Veterans of America Chapter 310, uh, both of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thank you guys so much. We also want to thank so many people out there who have, uh, Come to believe in the cause, I guess you could say, and have been supporting us over the years. This year has been a, a banner year for Veterans Radio. For those of you that are not aware of it, uh, Veterans Radio is a production of Veterans Radio America. And Veterans Radio America is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So your donations are tax deductible, but you need to talk to your financial advisor to make sure of that. So with that done, Jim, what's going on in the world that you can think of? Well, there's a lot of stuff. This is this is the veterans' busy time of the year, right? Uh, now through the end of the year, certainly. And with um, a couple of things I want to make sure we talk about and give a heads up to, uh, next 
um, uh, Friday, November 18th, the Michigan Military and Veterans Hall of Honor will induct its, I think it's its fourth class into the Hall of Honor in Lansing, Michigan. And uh, this is a way for uh, to recognize Michiganders who have served either because of their active duty service, they get in on the military side, where a lot of us, you know, we, we were just regular Joes serving. We got out, but maybe we were, uh, we stayed true to the service to others and did something uh, great on the veteran side. So uh, also veterans are being uh, inducted into the hall. So some great folks, uh, go ahead and use your favorite search engine and put in uh, Michigan Military Veterans Hall of Honor. The website will pop up. It also is a 501c3. And uh, look at uh, that program in Lansing on Friday, November 18th at 12.30 p.m. Runs runs about uh, two hours to get everybody in. There's going to be some fantastic stories. And uh, I just wanted to pass along that as something that's uh, available here in uh, the Michigan area. Well, I, you know, there's so many uh, activities, as you mentioned, that with being uh, Veterans Day uh, just last Friday. And uh, we, you know, many of us went to a lot of different uh, celebrations. And it is a celebration. You know, Veterans Day is, is you know, I, somebody was talking to me about, you know, how do you how do you greet a veteran on Veterans Day? Has he, happy Veterans Day. Have a great Veterans Day. And I think either one of those is acceptable. And uh, so we got to do things at the local college. There was a, a program there. There were programs around a, a number of different schools in the area. And I know that um, some people made it to, you know, all day affair, in addition to being able to eat free pretty much <laughs> everywhere, which was kind of awesome for once. Yeah, they they don't let you drink free, though, Dale. That, <sighs> no, they, they don't they do that. They learned that was a bad idea and very costly. That you know, that's kind of interesting because I, as I mentioned earlier, when we were we were talking before we went on the air, you know the uh, that anniversary came up again the, for the, the Marine for, Corps for the Marine Corps two hundred and forty two hundred forty seven years, and so I received an email from a from a writer at um, which one was this one? This is from Military Times. It was from the Military Times. And it says, uh, and I thought this was kind of interesting because it said eight military corps birthday survival tips. You know, well, anybody who knows a Marine, you know, you need those. So it says Semper Fi, devil dogs. It's that time of year, a day when the U.S. military's most spirited branch throws down to celebrate its founding. As the Marine Corps hits birthday number 247 this year, its members will no doubt take to pubs, clubs, and evidently highly traffic <laughs> trafficked expressways to honor their beloved branch november 10th 1775 founding if you happen to be a marine planning party or you did plan a party number one on the list was to prepare a hearty meal and to purchase several bottles of pedialyte <laughs> your body will thank you in the morning i didn't even think about that that's cool iron your dress blues nobody likes a wrinkled blood stripe practice saying oorah I can't even do it right. I know it's, you know, Hoorah. it's not guttural enough from my understanding in the mirror every day. You want to hit the right intonation just right. So everybody knows you're legit. That's why when I do it, it's, it's not legit. Cause you know, I, I don't know how to do that. Scheme with your battle buddies on a plan of attack to ensure the acquisition of a table at your favorite watering hole. Assume you're in full regalia. 
You'll want some place to hang your cover, gloves, cape, or sword when the revelry turns raucous. If not, it's at least it'll at least be nice to have a spot to sit and sip water. I won't go into the next line <laughs> because I, well, it's something about drinking something and then listening to Kenny Loggins songs. Um, better yet, strategically plan to visit a, the turn the Ton Tavern to celebrate. Uh, like the Marines of yore. This is, this is, uh, there's a rebuilt Ton Tavern in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Evidently what happens at the Ton Tavern will likely stay in the collective conscious and be celebrated for the next 247 years, no matter how dubious it is. Say a prayer to his holiness, Chester Puller, Chesty Puller, Chesty Puller to gain the strength necessary to get through the night. And, <laughs> When you get home, you know, and you're sitting on your on your, uh, you know, couch, reminiscing of what happened as you drift off into dreams, it says of General Mattis. Rinse, <laughs> repeat for the 248th Marine Corps birthday in 2023. So happy birthday, Marine Corps! You guys, men and women, you deserve it. You are probably the most. I don't know, battle-ready organization that we've got. You always seem to be like, sent in first. I like the language, most spirited branch. I think that sums it up. Uh, <laughs> that uh, cer- Certainly a lot of cakes were cut with ceremonial swords, and grog was uh, drank by all, so that's a, that's a good thing. I, I, there's, yeah. a, there's, a more, there's a more serious day, though, and it's actually today, Um so we go from the Marine Corps birthday to Veterans Day, and 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 uh, sort of a new tradition is building that the Sunday after Veterans Day is called Warrior Call Day. Um, there's a national movement about, uh, and you can find more about it at WarriorCallDay.org to encourage uh, veterans to call a buddy, use that day, uh, that Sunday after Memorial Day to check in on somebody. Uh, the goal clearly is to uh, reduce the number of suicides that we see uh, among veterans. And I think uh, while we can laugh and have fun about uh, uh, the Marine Corps birthday, I think the Warrior Call Day is, a, is an excellent new tradition to begin. I think so. I know that the American Legion had uh, had put out something similar to that earlier in the year, you know, to, to call your buddy or, and, uh, you know, just check on them. And then I, I, I I agree. I think that's something that we all should do. It's funny. I had a um, I had a guy I was in Vietnam with, and I, for whatever reason, he was just stuck in my mind all week. And I have not been in contact with him for years and years. And it's, his name is Larry Gunter. He lives out in Texas. And every once in a while, I would see something on Facebook that would come, you know, across with his name on it. So I I and his birthday was yesterday. I think it was. And so I, I actually, I, th- I think I posted something on Facebook, um, which is always kind of an adventure for me anyway, but I had found a picture of Larry and, and, and I, and, uh, so I sent them, sent it off to him and I heard back, uh, this morning going, where did you find that? <laughs> well, it's, it's really so much different because in the, you know, before the age of cell phone cameras, uh, getting a photo snapped and, uh, generally, you know, and my, our vintage black and white, um, yeah. it, it, it then ended up in a, it ends up in a box somewhere. And unlike, uh, what happens today in digital sharing of every 
photograph of every celebrity. You know, these really bring up old memories that you haven't touched on in a long time. So that's a great idea to uh, to stay in touch to find as you stumble or find those old photographs to share them back with your buddies. I I, I just thought it was really kind of cool because there's a, there was one picture uh, that that I found and had one of our. Um, Barbecue. Well, they weren't barbecues. They were just steak fries. And we would have a, a steak dinner about every quarter, it seemed like, when I was in Vietnam. And so they would bring in the steaks and they would have the old half 55-gallon drums, you know, and just pour lighter fluid on them. And <laughs> they all tasted like lighter fluid. But so there were about – there was a, this picture included about 10, 10 or 12 uh, pilots all sitting around, you know, eating eating their meal, you know, and they're – drinking an adult beverage and you can see people pointing each other as they're talking to each other. And it's just cool. So I sent it off to Larry and to some other people from the company I was in and said, okay, can you identify who everybody is? Because, you know, when we did those things, many of us didn't even know our real names. Yeah. Everybody had a nickname or, or a name that you can't repeat on the radio. And so uh, I think that that is something that is great. I encourage people out there to, uh, you know, look around on some of these social media t- platforms because you'll probably find uh, maybe the company you were in or the organization that you might have been in. If you were, a, uh, you know, if you were Marine, I'm sure there are plenty of sites out there for Marines or the Coast Guard or Army uh, particular units. I know that um, my uh, battalion has a has a not a website, but it has a, a group on Facebook and so that's where I started looking at. In fact, that's how I found out that the Yankee Air Museum, here's a plug for a little, another organization here in, in the Ann Arbor area, that the Yankee Air Museum now has a functional flying UH-1 Huey that belonged to our one of our sister companies, uh, the 240th Assault Helicopter Company, the Greyhounds, which was sponsored by or had permission from Greyhound Buses to use their logo. No, there's a point of history that you, you know you really? might be able to get a fear drink out of. Well, it, it, it also also a, uh, uh, reminds you that your your insurance company won't let you fly those anymore, Dale. So don't even think about it. No, they they won't. They they <laughs> they they told me I could if I passed the physical. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> well, I another, that was... another thing we should mention: we made some fun of our crayon eating marine friends out there. Um, if we insult them enough, maybe they'll call in. Uh, but uh, this is also the time of year to begin thinking about the Marine Corps Reserve's Toys for Tot program. So they cl- will be collecting toys uh, beginning about now until two weeks before Christmas for distribution uh, to those who are less fortunate and, and in need of some Christmas cheer. Um you can go again on to your favorite uh, internet search engine and put in Marines or Toys for Tots near me and uh, drop-off spots uh, will be uh, provided to you. And uh, uh, if you, with a little bit of planning, it's a little too late now, but for next year, you could plan on being, you know, your business or your church could plan on being a drop-off spot for the Toys for Tots programs. We've done it now at... Uh, Legal Help for Veterans for a couple of years and invited the community to come by and and uh, drop off toys and for the employees to do the such. And it's amazing. You, you know, you fill up a small van worth of toys and take it to the distribution center. It's it's a lot of good cheer for everybody. Everybody who donates, I think, feels great about what they're doing. 
and certainly at, um, there's a receiving end of it too. So think about the Marines uh, toys for tots and uh, go find a local site that you can drop off and, and be part of that uh, tradition, which has been going on for a long time. Yeah, that, that's a, certainly is a, a great uh, organization that they have out there and a, and a great opportunity for you to share. Um, I know that uh, at the local, I think it's a local VFW and probably many of the other local ve- uh, veteran service organizations. There was a box already uh, at the front door for Toys for Tots, and I saw one someplace else. I can't remember where it was, but yeah, they're they're out there, they're out there, and these kids, you know, there are so many organizations that are helping veterans and helping veterans' children. Uh, these are uh, some of the organizations that we've had on our program. Uh, Fallen Warriors is one uh, that I'm that I'm thinking of where the they they give out scholarships to children of uh, fallen warriors, all types of different uh, programs that are available to help your veteran friends and their families. Um, one of the things that we always talk about here on Veterans Radio is that while we were in the service, we always had everybody's back. You, you know, you, you never left anybody on the field. You never left a wounded person anywhere. And we're finding now that we are also watching out for each other. Now that we're civilians and now that we can, uh, you know, we can take the time to pay attention to them, um, especially this generation of veterans that is coming home now is it's, it's, it's so important that they realize that they are welcomed back into the community and that we, you know, we realize that there are transitional issues that everybody goes through, but I think they've got a really great support system going. I, I was talking to a bunch of them yesterday at uh, the local community college and you know they've got uh, student veterans organizations pretty much at every school now uh, uh, a VA representative in there well we we've talked to this year we talked to the new uh, chief operating officer for team red white and blue John Fallence, uh talking about what they're going to be doing expanding uh, they were the recipient of a very large award from a Oh, I, I won't get her name right, but unfortunately, I remember her ex-husband, right, from Jeff Bezos' wife. Oh, uh, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> McKenzie, and I'm not sure her last name, she gave a big, uh, big uh, award to Team Red, White, and Blue to let them expand. John Founce was one of the uh, guys charged with uh, developing the program to spend that money. And, and I think that's a good example of today's modern veteran having a organizations which are more maybe tuned in to what they're available and interested in doing. And I think those are the kind of stories that we bring you on veterans radio that you're just not going to hear anymore from other places. So I think we're, we're doing you a, a service in that regards to our new veterans as well, so, which gets me to ask you, Dale, what were some of the uh, uh, stories that you did this year uh, as you reflect back on the pe- past year that uh, you think are worth reminding people of? Uh, well, you know, there's always, there's always uh, our, our, our foreign affairs expert, uh, Rebecca Grant. Uh, she's usually on our program three or four times a year just to catch up what's going on, you know, and she's a, she's an air force insider and she knows what's going on with the government. And she just explains things in such easy terms for everybody to understand as far as weaponry, uh, what is going on, you know, with China, North Korea, what's going on in the Ukraine and all of those different things. And so it's important that we, 
you know, that you, you tune in. And, you know, one of the things to point out to you is not only are all of our programs um, archived on Veterans Radio, uh, but also we've got now what, Jim, you've got four or 500 podcasts that are. Yeah, we're north of 500, that. yes. So, you know, you're looking at a total of about 1,500 programs that are available for you to go into. You just go into our website, you know, go up into this little search uh, window and type in somebody's name. And if we've talked to them, they're there. And um, I was thinking of the programs, you know, we talked with Bing West earlier in the, in the, in back in the winter time about his books. Um, he's another guy that knows foreign policy and he's written a number of books. Uh, one of his was called the strongest tribe. And it was about the, the, uh, the war in Iraq. And, you know, he's kind of, uh, given us an indication that whoever the strongest tribe is, is the one that's going to end up taking over in Iraq, the same thing uh, in Afghanistan. And sure enough, we, you know, we, we see that happening. Um, you know, we've had the opportunity to talk to pilots. We've talked to infantry folks. We've talked to Navy people. I, you know, nurses, uh, women pilots, which is always kind of cool uh, for some of us to, you know, that, I, I, I'll never forget that the um, the um, Blue Angels were here for the um, uh, what is it Thunder over Michigan uh, that's that's put on by the Yankee Air Museum, which I mentioned earlier on, and the, the Blue Angels flew in, and you know they're all you know the, it's there for press day, and you get there, and all the pilots are getting out of their airplanes and stuff, their jets, and then you know this woman gets out of one and, and it's just, you know, so times have changed so dramatically. It's, it's, it's great to see that. And I was talking to another woman pilot that I know, and she says, that's because we just couldn't, you know, we have the coordination to do this stuff. Yeah, finally, they're, careful. Finally, they're, they're smarter than you are too, Dale. So um, <laughs> yeah, but, we've, we've run into a few of those, but of course that's not hard to do. It seems like. But but I I think uh, you mentioned uh, Dr. Rebecca Grant on foreign affairs, and one of the ones that I remember from this year was talking to John Spence on urban warfare and how uh, Ukraine and how what Russia is doing in Ukraine is changing all kind of backwards, but changing all the rules of urban warfare from what was done in Iraq and Afghanistan, very surgical, very methodical to this we just pounded to rubble approach. We don't care if we're hidden hospitals or schools or theaters. Uh, Russia's rewriting those for the worse, I think. But it's always good to be able to talk to and hear from those kind of experts. And that's one of the things, again, we're able to do here on Veterans Radio. And so I know Rebecca talked a lot about Ukraine because it's the story this year. But uh, listening to John Spencer was interesting how it's rewriting the the. Uh, uh, the rules uh, for urban warfare. It is important. And by the way, those of you out there listening, if you'd like to get in on the uh, conversation today, we would love to have you call us. The number here is 734-822-1600. 734-822-1600. Um, you know, one of the things that we do a lot about on, on here on Veterans Radio is that we we talk about veteran-owned businesses. And, um, oh, <laughs> But it's got a note. My brother-in-law is on the phone. Excuse me while I take this call, folks. This may turn into a family <laughs> fight over Thanksgiving, so let's find out. <laughs> hey, Bob, how are you? 
Great, Dale. How are you? <laughs> I am terrific. It's great to hear your voice. How are things in California? We're doing well. We're remodeling the guest house. So when you get free and want to come to California, we got a place for you to stay. <laughs> awesome. I think it started snowing here in, in Ann Arbor yesterday. So, you know, don't be surprised if we're not out there next week. Uh, yeah, I understand that. Uh, weather here right now is uh, 70 degrees and sunny. That's why we came to California. <laughs> I know. I just want to tell our audience a little bit about Bob Finney here. Bob is my brother-in-law. <laughs> And he is also a retired, what, what did you get to, commander, captain? Captain. Captain, <laughs> right. holy mackerel. I, Navy captain, right. I, I have to re, 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 salute you there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah you, you spent how long in the, in, the, in the Navy and in the reserves? Uh, I had about four years active duty and uh, the, ended up with a total of 31. That's great. I can remember you. I, Bob is about 11, 12 years older than I am. And he took me on this ship when they, when he was stationed in Norfolk, Virginia, when I was 14, 12, I don't know, something like that. And I was so impressed because everybody's saluting everybody, you know, all over the place. And, they, and the Navy's got those darn dress whites and, and so forth but it was such a great experience it kind of motivated me that you know if i if i got the call there wasn't i wasn't going to miss out on that i got you so well, you anyway, say hi to jane uh and here i put scarlet on the phone too just to say hi hi <laughs> hi scarlet how are you this is our world famous uh playwright now <laughs> World See, we're, giving, we're giving everybody a, a, a plug here on Veterans Radio today. Uh, so yeah, just, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so your play opened in, in New York, right? Yes, did it, it did. It did? And can, can it you did, remind yes. me? Yes, it did in May. <laughs> in May? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't traveling yet. We, we're getting ready to travel. We haven't done any, any lately. So um, anyway, that, that was, that's awesome. So I, yes. I, I, I want to also remind our audience that, that Bob Finney and, and, and Scarlett were one of the very first supporters of Veterans Radio. When we, right. first, when we first got off, the, we were trying to get off the ground. Uh, they made a very nice, generous donation to help us go along. So I want to thank yeah. both of you very much. It's so great to hear your voice, too. I, I can't believe it's been 20 years. I, I can't either. I can't. And it's a great I never 20 did year anniversary. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it, you know, it's it's a great service that you're doing. I think very helpful. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we like we like to think we you know we we try to spread the word. You know, we tell a story of, of veterans and what they have done in the past, and um, you know how to help them out. You know, the benefits, what's going on in the local area. In fact, I think it was a couple of weeks ago I talked about something out in your area that was in San Diego. I know you're north of there, but San Diego had this boat parade. Which I thought was great. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> everybody, everybody decorated their boats for um, for um, Veterans Day. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Wow, they usually do that on Christmas. Okay. Well, they'll probably you know they find out it was so popular they did it again. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Well, a week from Saturday we go to war again. <laughs> oh, that war. Yeah. Uh, I should mention also that that that's when Bob you went, divorce Bob your went, wife for one weekend. <laughs> Bob went to that school down south of Ann Arbor. 
As your wife did. Yes, as my wife did. Yes. So now the whole world knows that I live in a divided house. One one weekend a year. <laughs> anyway, thank you both so much for, for, You're for welcome. calling We're in. We're glad to let you go now. Take care. All right. Go say hey, to, say hey to all the kids. All right. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Scarlett. Bye-bye. Dale, Dale, you have Navy in the blood, and you you always screw up when you interview Navy guys. You you're always lost for what's going on. I you couldn't. Gotta I couldn't. Use, you got to use your brother-in-law. Uh, He's my expert. Book. Yes. Yeah. I I couldn't. Um, <laughs> I couldn't get in the Navy. No. <laughs> when I got when I got my draft notice, I you know. I said, uh-oh, and then I, I went down to the Navy recruiter, and they had a six-month waiting period, and after I had passed my physical, I asked the guy, I said, how much time have I got? And he said, about six weeks. And I said, well, the Navy's out. The Air Force was the same thing. That's how I ended up in the Army. Well, the Marines wanted me to go yesterday as an officer. Yeah, they they always do. <laughs> they They need to snag you before you start thinking. But, well, we, uh, but you, you, we've got another guest on the line, I see. Go ahead, Dale, take it. Um, okay, so uh, we do. We have a guest. Uh, you know, one of the things we do like to do at Veterans Radio is we like to promote, you know, events that are going on. And as Jim mentioned, you know, the um, Military Hall of Fame this thing is coming up next week in Lansing. We've also got something else that's coming up next week, and that's over in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And joining me on right now, line right now is Stephanie Shannon. And Stephanie is, wait a second, got to find my note here. She's United States Army retired, and she's the founder of Michigan Women Veterans Empowerment. So, Stephanie, welcome to Veterans Radio. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate this opportunity to share. Well, I think it's, uh, it, it sounds like a fun activity that you've going. So what is going on in Grand Rapids next week? Oh, we're planning on the 19th. And we're calling all veterans, all eras, and not just veterans. We're calling their family members, their support person, the service dog, um, the youth, the grandchildren. Um, we're really trying to rally up the veterans community as a whole to come out at the Santa Parade. It's the 101st Parade there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which happens to be my hometown. Over 30,000 spectators to be expected. We're getting together. We're going to rally together. It's called Boots on the Ground. And we're going to walk, and we're going to hand out candy, flags, and do positive things and <clears throat> bring a positive vibe to the community there. So we're doing that. It starts at 10 uh, a.m. However, we're staging at about 9, 9 o'clock. So if anyone is interested in participating in that, if you are not able to walk, we do have vehicles uh, for some veterans that are, you know, uh, not able to do that or family members. So we do have that opportunity for us to get together and just kind of build and rally up the positive vibes for the holidays. Okay, so if we were, I'm, I'm looking at the the email that we where we connected with each other, and you've got a couple of websites that are going on. Well, number one is Empower yeah. Michigan Women, Empower Michigan Women Vets dot uh, com. What what is that organization doing? Michigan Women Veterans Empowerment is a faith based organization that's been established since 2015. I'm the founder and CEO of that organization, and we've done conferences um, since 2016 in the Southeast region. Uh, we've done a rally event for women veterans. We've done various types of events um, in regards to helping veterans that are homeless, uh, rallying and bringing blankets and things like that. So we look at empowering and advocating for the veteran 
and try, as we said before, as I just said, you know, empower the family, bring the family into it, um, the, the people that support veterans. So we've been doing that since 2016. Uh, we are also out. Um, our headquarters is in Flint, Michigan, in Genesee County. And we have a program called Dirt Therapy. It's a veterans and youth agriculture, agribusiness program. And we teach youth and veterans. We work together on how from the seed to the table and also the business and entrepreneurship and financial literacy part of the program. We've been doing that since 2017 and Flint. Um, we've had gardens before in Detroit and in Southfield. Most of our events in the last few years before the pandemic were in Southfield, Michigan at the Southfield Parks and Rec Department. But since the pandemic has been back in the active, we're trying to be, you know, more family on it where you still have your space and, you know, not close quarters and smaller events to basically rally together and support the veteran as a whole. I think I think it's great what you're doing. You had another organization that I saw was called Battling the Storm Within. What, what, yes. What's that one about? That's actually my book. I'm an Amazon bestselling author. Um, oh, I wrote okay. that book in 2014. I'm a sexual assault survivor. You know, military sexual trauma is an epidemic in the military and in the veteran community. Um, one in three women are sexually assaulted, and 50% of the victims are men. And um, I lived 20 years undiagnosed. There was no assistance for me at the time when I got out. I was in the desert storm war. There was no women's clinic or any system of reporting. So when I did report it, they told me it was all in my head. So I struggled for 20 years. I worked as a social worker, got my degree in psychology, and I started assessing and seeing myself for some of the PTSD symptoms. But um, I actually ended up becoming a homeless veteran. My uh, doctor took me off on stress leave. I entered the Ann Arbor VA Homeless Veteran Program. And that's what I started my healing. It actually was uh, my rock bottom, but it was actually an opportunity for me to get the mental health and medical and things like that that I needed that I was not getting. So um, releasing my book, it came from actually when I was in therapy. Um, and it's a, it's a, I tell a lot of veterans that experience any type of trauma, prolonged exposure therapy is something that I invested in, and it really helped me to overcome a lot of the things I was dealing with. So since then, I released my book, and I started going out speaking and doing expos, and I was seeing so many other veterans struggling with depression and suicidal thoughts and whatnot. So that's why I started the nonprofit, because I wanted to help other veterans like me, and I felt as if there was a woman veteran that I could relate to, and um, just one person during my struggle, it wouldn't have been that difficult. So I want to be that for my brothers and sisters and I. Well, you know, there are so many people, there are so many people out there like you, Stephanie, that I think that's what's so great right now is that, you know, everybody wants to help. And, yeah. you know, there's, I hate to say that there's really no excuse, you know, for some of these veterans who are having such difficulty not to be able to reach out somewhere and, and have, you know, get the help that they need. And so I want to thank you very much for what you're doing. I encourage people out in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area to go out and check out this parade. It sounds like it would be kind of cool. And yes. uh, I definitely would like to have you back on at some point to talk more about, you know, uh, your organization, you know, especially the suicide uh, with women veterans. Yes. I would appreciate any opportunity to share and also provide a network. Or we have definitely, since we've been out here, past few years really uh, established a strong network of other veterans that have helped vets, you know, people that really know it and get it and are advocates. So that's one thing that is good, having platforms like yours and, then, you know, sharing it and posting it on their social media 
and bringing exposure to what has happened, but also providing solutions. Right, right. So thank you very much, Stephanie Shannon. Thank you very much for being thank on you. Veterans Radio. I appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Yeah, like thank you. Dale, I really think that highlights, again, some of the work that we're able to do on Veterans Radio, where we get to talk to a wide segment of the veteran population. So we get to talk to women vets. uh, We get to talk to Hispanics and African-American vets about their unique struggles that the rest of us maybe didn't have or didn't see or didn't know what was going on. So I do think, uh, again, whether it's on our Sunday night programs like this or our podcast, um, people find a lot of really good information that'll be helpful. Uh, and through the course of the year, we get to talk to folks like Hispanic uh, Veterans Leadership Alliance and others who are really trying to deal with the issues raised by, uh, you know, sort of sub-communities in the veteran population. Right. I mean, you know, not, not everybody's for one, you know, not everybody's the same. I mean, the, the veteran community is like the regular American community. It's everybody. Uh, and I don't think people kind of realize that. We're going to take a real quick break. And uh, when we do come back, I, I saw that we do have Mark Aldrich uh, ready on the phone. So come on in. Give us a call. Number is 734-822-1600. You're listening to Veterans Radio. We'll be right back. The Medal of Honor is the highest award for valor in combat given a member of the Armed Forces of the United States. There have been over 3,400 recipients of the nation's highest award. This is one of them. Private Dale Hansen killed 12 Japanese soldiers in a one-man attack on their positions. Details after this. They came from every corner of the country, from small towns and big cities. But they all shared one thing in common. They belonged to a family called Marines, a tough and determined few dedicated to protecting everything we hold sacred. And still, they come. Celebrate the history of those proud few who have earned the title Marine. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. Hansen unhesitatingly took the initiative during a critical stage of the action and armed with a rocket launcher, crawled to an exposed position where he attacked and destroyed a strategically located hostile pillbox. With his weapon subsequently destroyed by enemy fire, he seized a rifle and continued his one-man assault. Reaching the crest of a ridge, he opened fire on six Japanese and killed four before his rifle jammed. Attacked by the two remaining Japanese, he beat them off with the butt of his rifle and then climbed back to cover. Returning with another weapon and supply of grenades, he fearlessly advanced and destroyed a strong mortar position and annihilated eight more of the enemy. The Medal of Honor series is a production of Veterans Radio. Military veterans touch everyone's life. I'm guessing right now you're thinking of a veteran, a close friend, relative, maybe it's you. Even the toughest of us sometimes need help but don't know where to turn for support. You don't need special training to help a veteran in your life. Even small actions can make a world of difference. If you know a veteran in crisis, please call the Veterans Crisis Line, 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255. A message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. 
Well, you shuffle to the left, shuffle to the right. Shuffle down the circus till you hear the feels like. Shuffle down the hall till you see the sign in your back where you started at the end of the line. Well, we always on Veterans Radio like talking to veterans who are in the business world. And uh, throughout the year, we always get a chance to talk to quite a few of them. We have on the line one uh, a new new uh, friend of Veterans Radio, Mark Aldridge. He served uh, in the Army, uh, did 14 years. He's got uh, three combat tours. He's in law enforcement. But his side gig, which is more than a side gig, is uh, a business called J-Dog J- Junk Removal and Hauling and Demolition. Mark, welcome to Vectrans Radio. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Congratulations to um, yourself and your counterparts on 19 years, and best of luck in another 19 years. Well, we're certainly uh, doing everything we can. We'll, uh, uh, we're bringing in the next generation of folks to help out, but... Um, I really think uh, J-Dog uh, is a great business with a great mission. Tell us about the mission. So our sole goal is to get the veteran unemployment rate under 1%, so we try and hire as many veterans as possible. And we use as many organizations as possible to do that. One is the VA, the Compensated Work Transition Program, the CWT, where we've currently hired two um physically disabled uh, veterans to come on board and be our dispatchers. So whenever you call us, they are the first voice that you're here. And second, we take a sustainable approach to everything we do. We're 60 to 80% of all items we haul away from our jobs, be it through junk removal or demolition, are we used or recycled. Aggregates are pushed back into raw materials and back into manufacturing and we're averaging around 5% of everything we haul away from our jobs and um, ending up in the landfill, which is um, significantly reducing the amount that's ending up in our landfills versus our competitors. Again, it's a great concept. It's a business that can put veterans to work. Many of these, uh, uh, this is a franchise that, are, as I understand it, are owned by veterans, and so you're employing owned and operated by veterans, uh, Really a great uh, concept, Mark. Um, t- tell us a little bit about how, if somebody's interested in uh, and has a need for the services, um, what's the website? How do they get in touch with you? So first and foremost, they can call our 844 number. It's 844-GET-G-E-T-J-DOG-J-D-O-G or locally at 734-968. 7107, or they can go to www.jdogjunkremoval.com, and that's how they can get a hold of us. Well, that's uh, we really appreciate you calling in, uh, telling us a little bit about J-Dog. Uh, we, we appreciate the good wishes for the future, and uh, we look forward to continuing to work uh, with J-Dog, Junk Removal and Hauling and Demolition. Uh Great, uh, great business, Mark, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you very much. And just look for in January, we're starting up a whole floor and carpet cleaning, power washing side of the house. So hopefully we can employ even more.
do even more good work for the community and our customers. Oh, that's great. We look forward to seeing your growth. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. And once again, congratulations on 19 years. Thank you. Well, again, a good example, Dale, of, you know, our chance to tell veteran business stories, certainly National Veteran Business Development Council, nvbdc.org, our national sponsor, um, is full of those kind of stories of, of business owners, veteran business owners who got certified. Um, and then we get a chance to talk to some of their, some of their members or talk to, uh, its leadership like Keith King. So, uh, just another aspect of Veterans Radio that, uh, makes, makes the year go by really fast, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It certainly does. And I think, you know, the idea of these veterans starting their own businesses is just, to me, it's, it's exciting because so many of us, and, and I, this is more directed toward our civilian audiences are, you know, some of us were, you know, young, 19, 20, 21 years old and so forth, but we have been allowed to learn how to, you know, be coochies, to be mechanics, to be uh, computer experts, to be pilots and everything along those lines. And it's just so amazing when you think about the transitioning out of the service, you know, into the civilian world. In fact, I, in, in fact, I, um, talked to, um, was reading an article this morning. I think it was in the New York Times, maybe. No, 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 no. It was in the Detroit Free Press because they were, they were talking about, um, eliminating one of the runways for at, at the old, uh, city airport. And, uh, this guy was, uh, learned how to fly, uh, at, at the, uh, Coleman Young um, training program. The, the Tuskegee Airmen have a program out there to train uh, inner city kids on how to become pilots. So this guy became a pilot right out of high school, went into the military, ended up flying uh, jets in the military. He's now a, a, a captain with American Airlines. And, yeah. you know, I, I one of my very good friends uh, learned computers uh, when he was in the service and this was back in the late sixties and early seventies, he ended up working, you know, for a computer company and he was way ahead of it. This is what they told me. You know, you know more than the people coming out of colleges and universities. Well, they give, they give young men and women a lot of responsibility early on that they wouldn't normally get in the civilian world. And you, you mentioned veterans going into business and how that's changed. One of the veteran radio America. Uh, board members, uh, Dr. Eric Fretz is uh, an instructor in entrepreneurship uh, at the University of Michigan, but really travels the world um, and has a, w- with teaching business and leadership and entrepreneurship. And um, the, you know, it's one of the more popular uh, veteran courses because there's a lot of that energy, a lot of that. I want to, I want to be the guy at the, pointy end of the, the, the spear, even if that's a business spear. Um, so yeah, uh, Eric Fretz does a, a lot of that. It's very interesting. Again, w- these are, these are things which we get to talk about. Uh, I'm going to transition to one more. I got to get in because it's got a time deadline, which is, uh, the, uh, George W. Bush center down in Texas. The pre- every president has their own center or library. Uh, the Bush, uh, Center has a leadership program uh, every year, and I just had the opportunity to interview 
uh, somebody about that. I'll post that interview later this month. But it has a time deadline on um, applying for, this is a free, five months, three days uh, a month in Dallas. They fly you to Dallas. They put you up. They take care of everything. And for this cohort of leaders, they'll bring in secretaries of defense and VA and world-class business folks to talk about ethical leadership, all paid for, no cost to the veteran. Um, so I would encourage people if, if they think that type of, uh, program may be of interest to them. It's bushcenter.org slash stand to, and that Bush leadership window of applications for 2023 closes on January 18th, 2023. And the program runs the summer months essentially of 2023, five months. I think it begins in May. Uh, but a very cool leadership program that I think uh, would really be transformative for people that are encouraging veterans to apply. You don't have to be a veteran, but they're, they'd like to have a mixed class so that they're um, dealing with the military-civilian divide. Um, so bushcenter.org slash stand to if you're interested in that kind of leadership program, and it fits right into this whole idea of being in business and lead, leading, leading instead of following. So I wanted to get that in because of the time deadline. Well, I, I, that, that, that certainly is another important issue that, uh, and uh, to our audience, you can go to our website, veteransradio.net. Just type in on uh, the search engine up there is, you know, Eric Fretz, and he's done a number of programs on uh, veteran entrepreneurship and also a number of colleges around the country that are now uh, offering veteran studies programs. And they're, they deal with not only business, but they're also psychological studies that are going on. There's so much going on around the world, um, right now, especially here when they're, they're, they're looking at, uh, veterans and how they can make a transition. They're looking at veterans and how they can help them, uh, make that transition from the military to a civilian life and also to help veterans who are having some issues. You know, not only, uh, the, the, the burn pits, of this generation or the Agent Orange of my generation, um, they're also looking at some of the psychological things that, you know, it's, 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 it's not easy being in the military, um, many times. And uh, today's veterans are, uh, a little older. Uh, they're much more educated and there are many opportunities for them to make that transition, uh, from the military to become business, business leaders is what they're looking for. I, I'm sure that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, let me jump on that idea that okay. uh, we're, we're on Veterans Radios, we're dealing with today's issues. We may have a lot of authors on, we may have a lot of historians on. That stuff's really fascinating. Most of us don't know why we were doing what we were doing because we didn't see the big <laughs> picture when we were in. We now get to read it or the historians get to explain it to us. But, but the, you know, there are a lot of current issues that have to be dealt with and we deal, deal with here on Veterans Radio. Uh, the, the the burn pit issue uh, that was addressed in large measure by President Biden by signing the PACT Act is one of them. We've talked a lot about that over the last mm-hmm. couple of months because it's so significant to today's veterans. But another exposure is to uh, PFAS, which is sometimes called the forever chemical that that is uh, was in a firefighting foam used on the Air Force uh all over the place in the flight lines and in the Navy ships. Uh, and we had a great interview uh, that uh, just got posted with 
or Representative Alyssa Slotkin on what Congress has to do and how you got to get Congress to move on a new uh, toxic exposure problem like PFAS. So it's great that we can do not only the historical stuff, Dale, but mm-hmm. what's currently impacting veterans today. So uh wanted to bring that uh, back around to everybody's attention. Uh, that is obviously is important. We do a benefits program every month. The last Sunday of every month, we talk about benefits, uh, health care, what is available at your local VA, how to get uh, benefits that you are entitled, you know, if you are entitled to them, how to get those benefits. Uh, in fact, and I don't remember if I did this already or not, but there was a question uh, that I got about, especially the, you know, all these lawyers are Jim is a lawyer, but he's a good lawyer. He's a good guy. Um, all these lawyers trying to go after all these people that might have been exposed to the water at Camp Lejeune. And yeah, let, there's a lot of me, rumors going on. We've got about there, three minutes. There is the, the advertising. We don't, we're running out of time. We'll talk about this another time. But the advertising that's going on over Camp Lejeune water exposure makes makes you sick, right? You, you can't stand seeing it all. Um, the Camp Lejeune Justice Act was part of the PACT Act signed by President Biden in August, and that's why this explosion of advertising has occurred. Uh, there's a process to make a claim, and if that claim doesn't get approved, then you, you have a, an opportunity to actually sue the government under that act, which is really rare. Uh, you normally you can't sue the government for what happened to you in service. This is really a rare opportunity, and it also has a limited window. The window ends, you have to make your claim by August of 2024. So that's why there's this flurry of activity between now and 2024. <clears throat> we don't have enough time, Dale. I'll leave it there. But we, I have had the chance to interview somebody. We'll have some programming up on this that tries to explain it. Okay. And the other thing is, is to for our veteran community is watch out. Check on things, ask questions, you know, they're after you for some reason. And pro- most of the time they're after you for them, for their share of whatever benefits you may be entitled to. And so there's time. The whole, the whole point here is there's time. You don't have to do it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do have to do it by August of 2024, but you know, that's 20 months from now. Don't feel pressure. You got to do it today. Right. And we will be addressing this issue when uh, I know Jim's got a podcast coming up about this, and we're, we will address the issue again during our benefits program at the end of the month. Uh, we're coming up against the end of the clock here. I got two minutes to go. So I, I just wanted to make sure that we, we thank everybody that's been involved in Veterans Radio over the last 19 years as we go into this 20th year, which is just, it's, it's amazing to me. Uh, and I'm so thankful for the people that have been involved in the past and that are getting more involved today. And, um, uh, it's, it's, it's a great feeling to be able to share the stage with people like Jim and some of our other, you know, our board members, the Eric Fretzes, the Kate Melchers, um, who have experience working in the veterans community, either helping them or, you know, helping them get, you know, realize their dreams. And this is, you know, what we want to try and do here. I mean, we, you know, we can't be all things to all people, but we are trying to get as much information out to our audience as possible. That's our, our mission is to tell veterans stories, to help veterans out, make sure that veterans are never forgotten and that we want you to know how important you are to all of us here at Veterans Radio. You are, we're our comrades. You're still our comrades and. We thank you all for, you know, 
as trite as it sounds sometimes, we really do thank you for your service. We couldn't do this without you. So uh, we're coming up on the end of the program. Jim, we got about 10 seconds, I'm sure. Anything you'd like to say? I, I just echo thanks everybody, all the veterans who've allowed us to tell their stories over the years. Uh, we are honored to talk to Medal of Honor recipients and uh, E1s and privates and generals and sergeants. Everybody out there has been uh, great in allowing us to help tell their stories so that the wider audience may understand what veterans do when they're in the military and encourage future folks. All right. So until next week, you are dismissed. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.